So you're just doing that to open the podcast. You're just going to make a noise into the it, mic. It, because you pre- you pressed it as I had taken a drink of a very strong rum and coke I just made. But what I was going to say to you, Anne, hmm. previ- pre- uh, previously I discovered something that I hadn't really talked about and I hadn't really... I don't really know how to gauge the question, but have you noticed that there's more themed porn on the internet nowadays? I think as much as there always has been, man. No, no, no. Now, see, this is what I thought. Like, you've got the mummy door porn and stuff like that now that's come along, which is a bit strange. But I discovered something new today whilst you're at work, because I get, like, that hour window. I get to just play loud porn. Oh. (coughs) There's little kids live next door. Great. If they're listening... It's an education. Well, this wasn't. No, an education's a film with, um, what's her face in it? Stone Skarsgård. Carrie Mulligan. Peter Skarsgård. Possibly. The guy who played, you know, the wheelchair guy in Green Lantern, that classic movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I found a porn that was in like 14 parts, so it took a lot of time to get through it, like seven minute cuts, and... It all started around the idea of this birth- your first review. No, it, no, no. I I need to talk about this to someone that I feel might have experienced this. So, part one: there's a woman in a room full of attractive women who all seem Eastern European. She seems German, I believe, right? And she's going to everyone. Would you like a piece of cake? She's cutting these massive lumps of cake for people, and they're giving out plates of cake. There's these women eating cake, and they're like sharing it. And this stuff. isn't cake farts, is it? That's the first seven minutes. That's no, not cake farts. That's the first seven no. minutes. Then the next seven minutes, she's like, oh, you feed cake to each other. Look, oh, there's presents. And she starts handing out presents. Then the next seven minutes is them opening the, the... Sorry. Box. Is them opening the presents, finding they're all dildos and shit, oh, and then good. going down on each other. Huh. But then the next seven minutes, there's strap-ons involved. That's and good. people are, like, putting them on their head at first, and then they're putting them oh, on properly. Oh, they don't properly. use them. Yeah, then they put them on properly, but then it cuts to the next seven minutes, and they're fucking each other. And it, this is 14 parts. And it suddenly escalated to the point where it's anal, but the woman was still there with a microphone, like, in the guise of, like, oh, you love cake, what tastes better than cake? Oh, pussy or cake? And there's all these women, like, oh, cake is nice, but pussy much moister. And I was like, what is this? And I couldn't even masturbate at the end. It was was like Cube. It was like Cube. It was like Cube 2 Hypercube, because I spent the whole time just going, I've seen this before. But I've seen it in a way that made sense, and now this doesn't make sense to me. There's women fucking women, and that's great, and there's toys, and there's some some anal, which is fantastic, and there's ladies kissing each other and stuff, but just... (coughs) Okay, that's that's how you're starting. But you understand why I'm so perplexed by this, right? Have you ever seen anything like that in your life? I... Have you ever watched this specific video that I No, found? no. Have you ever watched any video that's like... I don't understand... Because it's a big room, like, the size of a school hall. And there's all these women on, like, like, like beanbags and stuff. And, that's like, cool. hard furniture. And then they're just... What's the plot of that? Who goes, oh, the plot of this porno is there's just a room full of women. Well, they had a room. Yeah. Women. Cake and dildos. <laughs> And wrapping paper. They improvised. And an abundance of wrapping paper. Yeah. Some people like the cream cleaner the wrapping paper. You like an ASMR mm. video. Maybe. Maybe they like the sound. Yeah. It's like the people like the balloons I just, being rubbed. I, I don't... Really I, think that, I think that I'm becoming too old for porn. Oh, it scares me. Oh. Because I don't understand it anymore. Oh. And I'm meant to be bombing out. Like, I'm drinking quite a lot and I'm having a great time, but... What's your first review? <laughs> Welcome to Crit Apocalypse episode 54, as titled, this is On Fleek. I'm so annoyed with the fleek. 
This is as bad as your hella phase. Don't get back to the hella phase. This is fleek. Fleek is a whole new thing. Hmm. Anyway. Did Donald Trump just retweet me? <gasps> oh, no. 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 That's a shame. Well, I asked Donald Trump to retweet our podcast. Because he has tiny hands. Yeah, well, we didn't think he could do it. Well, hurry up then. Okay, anyway, so um, welcome to Group Apocalypse, <laughs> Crit Apocalypse, episode 54, where we speak about, on a bi-weekly basis, stuff and things that we've experienced. Mostly media, sometimes other things. We just like throw bits and pieces in there. It's kind of fun. It's right. It's free, free, free-forming, a little bit fun. A little bit of silliness. You have a good time? Yeah, it's a good time. So this week is my turn to go first. Yeah. So my first review this week is going to be... Well, oh, you haven't even planned out. You just... Not even thought ahead. No. No, I have. We'll get on with it. Skyrim Special Edition for the PS4. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what's hesitant. So, um, well, Skyrim, it's the game that took 40 hours of my life before and is probably bound to do that again. Because before I didn't have the fucking add-ons. Now I've got the add-ons, I can build a house. Oh, well, that's nice. Anyway, Skyrim, if you don't know, you play... A, you play a character in a mythical world, fairies, pixies, all the other shit, dragons, monsters, blah, blah, blah. You are uh, about to be executed and you find that you are the Dragonborn. Oh. Someone who has the power to take the souls of dragons. The Dovahkiin. And Dovahkiin. And Dovahkiin. change No, Dovahkiin. And change them into magical powers to fight the scourge of the land, which is like this big boss dragon dude. Or is it? Um, if you haven't played Skyrim yet, you're unlikely to be interested in this because it's still just Skyrim. And if you were hoping for Skyrim to be this whole new version where it's so remastered, you barely recognise it and, it's, and it just looks incredible, this isn't that. This is this is this is Resident Evil HD remaster to the beautiful, already beautiful GameCube Resident Evil HD or Resident Evil. Sorry, you understand? It's not. It's not a leap. It's just a step. It's just a step. It's not even that though. I had the the PC version had like flashy graphics anyway. Yeah, with with mods as well, you can get it pretty close to this. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. But it's still, you know, it's still Skyrim. And it's if you don't know a PC, if you've only got games console, it's a great game. It's, it's worth playing again because I'm having fun. Matthew Cleese has made his triumphant return to the world of Skyrim. You know, the fucking my massive Warhammer has come back into play. Nice. You downloaded mods for it yet? Not yet, not no. yet, because they, they stop you saving. No, they, no, they stop you earning achievements and stuff. Oh. So I'm going to play for it once properly, and then I'm going to I'm going to double my save and then go nuts. You have the one that makes your shouts into fart noises. <laughs> really? Well, that sounds and good. I wonder if that's got the Macho Man mod on there. I, I mean, that's so. essential, isn't no, it? I hope so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah! Oh, if they've got Machucles as a name for Macho, Macho, Macho. Man Savage. You never Thomas the Tank Engine one as well. I know, yeah. Da, 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 da. Anyway, so yeah, Skyrim, it's, it's still that solid, great game that everybody loves. It's still fantastic. It's still amazing to play again. And it looks a little bit better. And if you've only ever played it on console, this is as good as it's going to look. Because they're not going to remaster this shit again. Mm. Until the next one comes out. I complain that the PC version of the special edition has worse graphics than the standard version of the previous one other than like the new water effects and stuff yeah but texture quality they say it's like it's console quality on the PC whereas the PC version before had that high res texture pack and it looked like really detailed yeah but apparently they've gone the PC version is just literally the console version oh shit that yeah. sucks mm. but you get it for free if you got all the DLC for the previous version anyway mm. 
Yeah, it doesn't overwrite either. You just switch between them. That's nice. Yeah. Um, uh, what can I say about this? I mean, I was a little bit disappointed, if I'm honest. Hmm. I was expecting to be a little bit more to it. Maybe a little bit more panache. But it doesn't really need it, I've discovered. Yeah, it's a slightly it's nicer so, version. It's, it's still great to play. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't looking for an excuse to play Skyrim again, but as soon as I saw it, it was like £30 on Amazon, I was like, I actually really want to play Skyrim again. Skyrim. I used to be well into those games. I've got the special edition of Oblivion over there. Oblivion but was I think amazing. I played Oblivion so much that by the time, like even when Fallout came out, I wasn't bothered. My I was friend. bored that that format. My friend loved Oblivion. He that was the game. I bought the horse armor, man. Day one. But that's because you're a sucker for horse <laughs> armor. But um, eh, that's the thing. Like it's it's a hard recommend because if you have already played it, you're not going to get anything new. Yeah. It's not going to be revolutionary to anyone. I'd like it if they did something like that for like Morrowind. Mm. That'd be nice. And make yeah. it less clunky. Yeah, because yeah. Morrowind's a clunky game. But it's great. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, you know where you, you have the village at the beginning? Yeah, yeah. If you go to the village, it doesn't have it. If you go left, it just randomly start walking left. A wizard drops out the fucking sky and drops the first spell book. Yeah, so I went to one bit where I was just wandering around and went up a volcano and got murdered by some, like, fire wizard dude. Yeah. Which, you, yeah, it doesn't happen on Skyrim because you can't really go into areas... Well, you can. Like, you can just go wandering. Yeah, but when you walk into an area, it levels it to wherever yeah. you're at. It's not like Fallout. Yeah. Where... I remember playing Fallout New Vegas and I decided I was going to go again left to the village and go towards this massive radio tower they had. Hmm. Turns out there's a bunch of rad wasps or whatever in that area that just fucking annihilate you in five seconds. Yeah, yeah. You've only got like, this BB gun. You're like, oh, no, I didn't I didn't hit that fly. Let me try once more. Oh, no, I'm dead. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. What are you rating it? Well, this I'm going to give a Mel Gibson. Ooh, careful now, mate. Nah, 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 before you start, before you start getting worried, there is a reason I'm giving you a Mel Gibson. All right. Okay, so the Red Guard are the black people of that world. Easy now with your Mel Gibson. What? What? Nah. They still haven't fixed You're the mission. You're not microphone again. Yeah, sorry. They still haven't fixed the mission that was most offensive in Skyrim. All right. There's a slave that runs away. Happens to be a Red Guard woman. All right. If you turn her in to her slavers... It gives you a positive mission complete. Well, you did. The- it should be optional <laughs> to complete it. It shouldn't still go. Well done. I think I let her go. I don't know. You can I fail the mission and she gets away, but you don't get anything yeah. for it. But if you hand her in, it gives you a mission complete. Yeah, but I think if you like let them go, it's another mission later. No, no. I'm sure there's one where I let someone go and they came back later. No, maybe the companions, because I know if you let one of the werewolves go, they come back later. Oh, that's nice of them. Mm. But um, ah, yeah, it's a Mel Gibson. You know, you know it's good. You know, you know it can be good. It's just this isn't, this isn't what you thought it'd be. Hmm. This isn't where you thought it'd be by now. And it's the same game, isn't it? They're sometimes just, they haven't made a new Elder Scrolls in game, yeah. isn't it? That's what it is. They need to have some money. They did Fallout Three, Fallout Four last year. They need Fallout to, Four is really good though. Yeah. I really like Fallout 4. I th- I was thinking about getting it again if my PS4 Pro turned up, but obviously they cancelled my order because they're cunts. How do they cancel your order? Because I ordered it when it was out... Well, I ordered it when it was out of stock, apparently. Yeah. So I must have just been a little bit later than everyone else. And then when they didn't think they were going to get a load of stock back, they probably just cancelled a few orders. Just mm. like, well, we're not going to get it, so... 
Outrageous. I know. Shitty, isn't it? Bastards. Fuck you, Amazon. Should have gone to game. They had something in game in town. Should have gone there. You, right? Yeah. I don't pay for Prime so I can deal with peasants. <sighs> you posh git. Right, so shall I? Yeah, it's your review. Yeah, just count, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just keep this flowing. Yeah. While you eat your galaxy minstrels or whatever. They're right. Delicious. The smell of shit. Right. So. I think you'll find that's calm. So I'm going to review um, W Supercard Season 3. Season 3! Wait, didn't you review this last week? Because it only just released like a couple of days ago. No, wait, the week before? Because it, like I say, it only just came out a couple of days like ago. Four weeks ago? No, because that's what not What was how... the wrestling thing that you reviewed like four weeks ago? No, probably a wrestling event. Wait, wasn't it 2K17? Yeah, probably. Yeah, WWE Supercard 2K17. Yeah, it's a different, different thing. Oh. Um, new WWE Supercard. They added new stuff. What did they add? Right, so last year, when they did Season 2, yeah. you couldn't use your cards from Season 1. Okay. So everyone had to start from scratch again. I remember you telling um, me about this. Yeah, and people didn't like it very much. So what they've done the new season, you can carry on using your cards from Season 2 and Season 1 if you want. Mm-hmm. You can mix them together now, which is kind of pointless because a lot of those cards aren't anywhere near as powerful as the newer, newer Season 2 cards. But instead of like making you restart, they've just added a bunch of new tiers for season three with these really cool looking like cards that got animations and stuff playing on them and things. Okay. Which looks nice. Um but they've also added a PvP mode, ranked mode, where you're playing against another person properly. Um, unlike before where it would just like load up their card set and you play against yeah, you play their cards. Against them, yeah. Which is kind of smart because it forces them to kind of use better card sets rather than having their weighted cards for playing against AI. Um you know, they have to deal with whatever other players have going on. Um, but there's also a Royal Rumble mode, which is a bit overly complex and people don't seem to be playing it too much. But you get a shit ton of cards from it yeah. whenever you win. So where, like, you have loads of cards and you have to sacrifice one of your other cards in your deck, which will determine what the stat is for the next one. And your aim is to keep all your guys in the ring as long as possible. That's a terrible game, that WWE Immortals. Is it really bad? It's the Mortal Kombat game. It what, looks you incredible. know the, um, the DC oh, yeah. thing? Same game. I played it for like a week. It was awful. Why does Why does Daniel Bryan not have like? I reviewed a, it on here. Like, ages why ago. does Daniel Bryan just have his normal clothes? Oh, because he's the fucking knight. He's got like goat legs or something. He's got goat legs. I think so. Something like that. There's like two. There's a good buy and a bad guy. Yeah, but um, yeah, the new W Supercard series. It's got a completely new UI for it, so yeah. it's much more better laid out, more bigger items and stuff like that. Um, but it is like if you're like me and you're not quite near the top of where season two ended. Mm. Which was a SummerSlam tier. Um, you got a long way to go to get to the new cards. Really? Um, yeah. Lucky that there's a money in the bank mode where you can that they added a while ago, and the points you earn from that you can roll on from one month to the next one. More powerful cards. Yeah. So you could just keep saving them up and n- nudge yourself there a bit sooner. But um, yeah, I've got. I'm, it's going to take me forever to reach there. Um, they reworked the ladder rewards as well, and they combine together your wins and losses from both seasons mm. into one. So you. Like when you won one game on it on season three, chucked a whole ton of rewards at you all of a sudden. That's pretty which cool. Which is quite nice. Um but yeah, it's it's quite decent. Um the only thing I don't like is if you don't want to play the PvP mode, which has you know one of the cooldown things you have to wait for the energy bars to refill. Yeah. Doesn't take too long to refill each one, but the alternative to that is playing this um wild mode where anything goes. That's when you can use season one, season two cards. Yeah. Um but it's just like it's in a boring, boring training arena. There's no like 
It doesn't feel the same. Mm. <laughs> kind of seems weaker. But the UI in that one's really nice. The little designs it's got. I quite That's like that. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's a new season W Supercard and it's a little bit better than it was before. Well, that's good to know. seems to be smoother, less connection errors, things like that. <clears throat> and I'm building up my cards, and I'm going to get myself some, some Goldberg card. I'm not going to get the Goldberg card, which is ridiculously powerful. Man, don't play W Immortals. I'm not. Tell me about this zombie fighting champions game that we've got here. It's probably W Immortals again. Really? <laughs> I imagine so. Most of those fighting games on iOS are, aren't they? Yeah. Tap, tap, and swipe. Because they've got they've got Hannibal, John Loon, oh, John Cena. And chuckles. Look at this. It is yeah, it probably is the same thing. Let's let's watch the trailer together. Don't watch the trailer together. We can't. This is an audio oh, sorry. format. Sorry, sorry. Oh, dear. Sorry. Well, well you got to review something. I've now. got it's my turn to review. Okay, you're well, going to review the trailer while you're watching. <laughs> I'm going to review the trailer for this game that I'm watching right now. Let's put some sound on for everyone. Twenty thirty six and undead evil arises. Is this best of steam green light trailers? Yeah, this is a. Hello, commanded, you prolapse rats anuses. Commanded by Papa Rainbow. Ah, racist. Papa Rainbow. That's Papa Shango. Yeah. You are the last hope. This is a ripoff. I know, you just a dude with a towel in your back pocket. What are you going to ah. do against zombies? Build your roster of zombie... F- oh, suppression. Yeah. Slaves. This is going to be... This is... It's going to be WWE Immortals crazy. with zombies, isn't it? I'm definitely going to review this next episode. <laughs> Equip armour. Yeah, weapons. Wow, weapons. Defeat the evil horde. What's what? what? He's got a zipper face. Oh, wait. Zipper face, that's a... Zipper head? Is that racist? I can't remember. That sounds racist, doesn't it? Oh, that's got wings! That dude's got wings! Cheating. Oh. People spent time making this. I know. It doesn't look that bad. Save humanity. I mean... You know it's a fighting game on a mobile phone, though, so the controls are going to be tap, 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 swipe. That's all it's going to be. Alright guys, that's that's a spoiler for next week. You're going to see us play Zombie Fighting Chat. Well, you're going to see us review. Oh, well, I'll just stream it later. Oh, Alright, downloading it now. Okay, so my next review this week is going to be a film I watched that I was actually really looking forward to, but... <laughs> no, it's not good. Alright. It's called Officer Down. Officer Downs? No, Officer Down. It's about an officer with Down syndrome. No. Oh, no, but it's starring Robert spe- Downsey Jr. It's, it's really funny that you say that because I'm going to tell you about the plot. So, okay. Officer Down is a film about a super cop who is sent in to go and take down the biggest, baddest drug dealers. Sweet. Okay, he has a double barrel forty-five. No, no, he has a double barrel three, three, yeah, point three seven five caliber. Um, How? It's just two stapled together, essentially, with one trigger mechanism. But is there one... So, like, mounted, so it's two guns. So they're two separate barrels? Yeah. Okay, but... And they have, like, a clip feed that feeds into the middle, and he has, like, a... So they've got rid of the the actual stock, and they've got another trigger that triggers the triggers. Okay. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, so it's based on a comic. Oh, that's... Okay. Yeah, so the premise of the comic is that... There is a cop, like a mythical cop, that's sent into situations that are incredibly violent. He goes in, he kills everyone, and then they cart him out. Is his name John Spartan? No. His name is Officer Downs. But they sort of think. <laughs> <laughs> but they cart him out afterwards, and everybody's Stop always, it, bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the strength on him! <laughs> so anyway. So they send this guy in. It, often, like, there's a cleanup crew that go that go after him. And they're like, so they pick off people that need to be arrested and such. 
Yeah. But no, instead, what happens is they get carted. He he gets carted off under a sheet, and they're always like, "Oh, he, he's dead." You know, he he can't survive this. Oh, goodbye, Officer Downs. And they sort of they have this idea that he's he's like a cycling, a cycling person who's just placed into that role. Um, oh, his name was John Spartan in Demolition Man. Also, that was the right, correct yeah. reference. <laughs> so anyway, so um, so Officer Downs, it turns out, is actually um, repeatedly brought back to life by Sam Witwer. You remember that guy? Oh, he was a zombie in an episode of Walking Dead. I remember yeah. that. Star Wars Unleashed. Star Killer. Oh, he did the voice, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And Be Human America. Didn't watch it. Okay. Anyway, so Sam Witwer plays... I know he was dead in Walking Dead, though. Yeah, he was going to have his little side story, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Sam Witwer plays a scientist who has a room full of psychics, and every time Officer Down gets dragged in, regardless of how much is left of him, regardless of how badly he's injured, they use their psychic energy to revive him to working nice. condition, and they, they send him back out again. No. So it's it's up to Officer Down and his... So this is Maniac Cop meets Dead Heat. Kind of. It's less it's less self-aware than that. It's played very po-face, even oh. though the violence quite... Like, the violence is quite silly, but the violence is silly, and then you've got silly people, but then it's all po-faced, and it gets very serious, and there's things like suicide to aid the cause at the end, and it's not done in a fun way. It's done in a way that people in wheelchairs are just caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does he roll down the hill? No. It's just oh. they're all in like stands and they start exploding and then all of a sudden they're able to fling themselves out of their chairs as if they suddenly gain the ability to move. Um, it's uh, It could be a good film. This could be a good film. This could be, like you said, Dead Heat. Yeah. It could be really cheesy and really po-faced and, and be like... Uh, no, it's not po-faced. So really cheesy and really fun. Instead, it's very po-faced at times and cheesy in others. There's a particular bad guy who's introduced as this... Killer of killers. He's like uh, he's a like, killer killer. Yeah, he's like uh, he's a guy who trains all the hardest and most evil assassins in the world, and he's just like this amazing badass. They just trained double old bastards. Yeah, and um, and he is introduced as a guy doing a one handed stand whilst taking a phone call to the main villains. Oh, does the camera start speaks, the no, right way around and yeah, they turn around? Yeah, basically. And he's and he's in <laughs> speaking in Chinese. Oh. And when he gets to the, he gets to America. He goes, "I've had enough of these subtitles." And then he starts having badly dubbed American voice over him doing Chinese still. Oh, which was funny for about a second, but then every so often he would have to remind you that that's a joke. That he's like, "Oh, you want me to go back to the subtitles?" It's like it's not funny because you're reminding me you told a joke before. And whereas this was like a nice little cheesy bit of bit of fun, you've now reminded me that you're doing this. As if you can see from my perspective, it's you're a breaking bit. the wall. He's for doing a bit. Yeah. Um, Even Wayne's World Two knew to end that. I know, me. I know. But um, you know, it's not going to win an Oscar, but it's watchable. It's really violent. Uh, it's got Kim Coates in the lead role. Which one's Kim Coates? Kim Coates is the one Tig from Sons of Anarchy. We spoke about it last time. From what? Sons of Anarchy. Didn't watch Sons of Anarchy. Did you watch the Resident Evil where they ended up on a boat? Oh, yeah, we're on yeah. a boat, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you remember. The one where uh, Miliovovich gets the boat from Umbrella, uses their radios, and says, We're all here. Yeah. If you want to fight, come and get us. And then Umbrella turn up, and everyone's like, Oh, shit. Yeah, that one. Do you yeah, know the that guy that terrible. betrays them, and he looks all zombie like at the end? Because he's a zombie. No, no, no. He looks all zombie like, but he's still like speaking and stuff, oh, and right. he's, he's Wesker's right hand man. Yeah. That's Kim Coates. Oh. Do you know that? You don't remember, do you? I watched that film years ago. It's a Resident Evil film, man. One second. Let me get a picture of Kim Coates for you. Cause On this audio podcast. Yeah, well, it's going to be for the video version. Oh, Zombie Fighters installed. 
<laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> ready? Yes. Yes. I'm quite. See, when you said Kim Coates, I was thinking like a chick. Yeah, no. It's... But it's a dude. Yeah, it's this guy. Oh, yeah, he was... Yeah, wasn't Coates. he in Legends of Tomorrow last week? Yeah! No. He was the slave owner. No. Wasn't it him? No. Because I recognised him, and I was like, I recognise that guy. He was in He was in um, Diary of, True Memoirs of an Assassin, an international assassin, I reviewed that. He was the one oh. funny part in that film. Oh. But he plays Tig in Sons of Anarchy. Oh. Yeah. He's a handsome guy. Uh-huh. Handsome guy. Um, but yeah, he he's fine in it. The problem is that everyone around him should be acting around... Like, he is playing a person who needs to just be revived. It needs to be a blank slate. It needs to be someone they can revive, bring out, done. Revive, bring out, done. They try to put emotion into him towards the end, but that doesn't need to happen. They try to make it so that, you know, he's meeting the people that are reviving him and it, they like act like he has a kind of connection to them, like he feels that they're the ones doing it. doesn't need to happen. You know, there's so much stuff they try and cram into it. And if they just took this simple concept for an hour and a half and made an entertaining, violent, bloody, stupid movie and then had, like, towards the end, have the last half hour that someone steals his body after they've killed him so they can't revive him, then have the cop team that often clean up after him have to go in and then fucking just, like, I don't know, inject him with some of the psychic energy to bring him back so that he's ready to kick ass again, that'd be great. That'd be really fun. Be really goofy, Mm. but at the same time, you know... You've already got your, your Deus Ex Machina. You just need to, quick, bring him back again towards the end. You can just do that. I don't think you know what Deus Ex Machina means. Deus Ex Machina is a god machine. God from the machine. God from the machine. It's yeah, when the idea is that an you... act of God that's not, you know, possible within the confines of the story out of nowhere changes Yeah, but you, wouldn't, saves the you day. wouldn't have it so that all of a sudden someone goes, oh, I've got this syringe and it'll save him. You just have it so they're like, they're like, wake up, wake up. And then the psychics would somehow just beam down all their energy into him. And then it'd just be this thing that you already had that was immortal that could come back all the time, super strong and has this double-barreled fucking magnum. It's just all of a sudden alive again and able to kick ass all over Why again. Why can't have a regular magnum? I don't know. What a waste of bullets. Those things are expensive. There's a, there are two scenes in which there's an orgasm counter. Oh, no. Nice. That's the kind of film we're dealing with here. Oh. But uh, it's still shitty fun. Yeah. It's just shitty fun. If this was an 80s film, I'd be like, this is kind of funny. This is cool. This is a bit kitschy. It's a bit, you know, it's yeah. on fleek. Uh, but because it's now and it's the future and we have better ways of telling stories, it's not very good. But I still kind of like it. I'd watch it again. Yeah. You'll, probably, well, you'll probably be telling people it's the best film uh. ever. Years to come, like you claim every film from the eighties is. Name one. What one film from the eighties that no, you claim I think is, is the best amazing. film? Monster Squad. It's a great film. Dead Heat. Great film. Yeah. Yeah, I'm failing to hear a film that isn't amazing. Oh, one that isn't amazing. Yeah. Oh well, that's uh, let's go with Porky's. It's actually not good. I don't like Porky's. Yeah, there you go. No, it's, it's not a good 70s. film. Is it? Yeah, it's seventy-seven. Oh, isn't it? Porky's free. <laughs> You mean Porky's Re- Repen- Re- Revenge of the Porkinator? Uh, F- Flesh Gordon. No. <laughs> Flash Gordon, though. Flash Gordon's. It's amazing. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Flash Gordon's alive? <laughs> I mean, the madness. No, oh, you don't think he ever says that. Yeah. I have watched that film multiple times. So have I. Yeah, it's classic. Right. Yeah. When I was a kid, my favorite eighties line is always gonna be from Monster Squad though. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's where Dracula picks up the seven, or oh, possibly younger, like five-year-old girl and goes, give me the stone, you bitch! Like no, that the best line in that film is, Wolfman's got nods! <laughs> no, no, Frankenstein, don't go! I'm gonna go now, Susie! <laughs> Classic. <laughs> oh, I give, uh, I give, I give uh, Officer Down a Tom Noonan for Frankenstein from Monster Squad. <laughs> he played the bad guy in the Last Action Hero. Yeah, the rapist, the paedophile guy. Tom Noonan. Yeah, child murderer. Yeah. Well done, Tom. Here's to you, but he's still alive. He was in the blacklist. Peter Boyle was the best Frankenstein. Peter Boyle was not the best Frankenstein. We've just monster. Uh... He was. Kenneth Branagh was he the did. best Frankenstein. <laughs> Classic. No, Kenneth Branagh was the best Frankenstein. The best Frankenstein's monster was Robert De Niro. I like that film. Oh dear. Do you not like that film? It's not good. Billy Connolly's in it. Helena Boffin. Yeah. It's actually a really nicely shot and directed film. It's just they spend they spend about 40 minutes making Frankenstein sympathetic. So by the time he comes back and ganks bloody... Kenneth Branagh's wife you're like well he kind of deserved it <laughs> I like Frankenstein's monster he's yeah. pretty decent you like the game as well oh it's a great game it's a great Just game don't keep playing don't keep playing I play oh, when I'm sad right what am I going to review next Just all the time because I haven't I've watched much the last couple of weeks you did um, watch something though didn't you did I what did I watch no I don't know. I did, well, not watched much I watched WWE Survivor Series <laughs> gotta go wrestling again um Largely forgettable, <laughs> but good 10-man tag, and then Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar happened, which they hyped up for ages, and the match lasted about a minute and a half. It was hilarious. That was that was the main... They got the main event, they had this big build-up, they did Goldberg's old entrance, they got everyone hyped, they did the whole thing where they announce them when they're in the ring, and they do in the red corner Brock Lesnar, in the blue corner Goldberg. Brock Lesnar shoves Goldberg into the corner right away, and he's like... Yeah, what up, bitch? Goldberg pushes him, spears him twice, does the jackhammer, pins him. It's over, and that was the main event. That was that was the finale to the pay per view. It lasted two and a half minutes, if that. How much did you pay to watch this? I'm just on WWE Network, man. One of about five million pay per views I got this month because hmm. that's what you get on WWE Network now. There's a pay per view practically every week. That's very good. Um, but the rest of the event, it was Survivor Series, so it was all the elimination tag matches they do every year, where it's five on five. Every time someone's pinned, they're kicked out of the match until there's no one left on a team. Yeah. Which is a nice format. I quite like it as a, as a fighting format. Imagine oh, if yeah. UFC did that. <laughs> Just until everyone's knocked out. But you leave the knocked out guys in the ring. There'd be there'd be dead bodies. <laughs> Carnage. There wouldn't be anyone alive. You'd be tripping over It'd people. be like that scene in, in um, Ip Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. It takes on ten black belts. Yeah, it just breaks a guy's leg. Um, who was it the other week? I was watching the UFC match where the guy just gets friggin' annihilated with a knee to the face or something like that and then the guy's doing the um, talk afterwards and he just like vomits blood everywhere I can't remember I didn't see that one no. I think that might have been Fight Night because I don't watch the Fight Night so no. I watch the main cards I don't think it was on UFC actually I think it was on one of the other ones but, um, probably Bellator no it was like some Irish thing I think <coughs> it was an Irish Bellator fighter stuff. but um, yeah the the um, the best matches on the card there was um, the friggin Miz versus Kalisto was it Kalisto no, Kalisto versus Brian Kendrick. Kalisto's like a Mexican wrestler dude. Where's a mask? Yeah. He's probably not actually Mexican. Um, but that was a good, solid cruiserweight match. They had some stakes at play on this match where it was like two of the titles, if 
they were like interpromotional matches, Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah. So if someone won it, then that title would go to the other ch- um, other show. Yeah. Which that was something that used to happen years ago when they did this roster split, but nothing happened. Title stayed where they were, so that didn't matter. Um, and then the main big tag match, which actually was like an hour long match, which was pretty good, um, was like the Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. People got busted up all over the place and beaten up and crashed and trashed and everything. There was a funny bit where uh, Roman Reigns was was over by the announcer's table and there's a running gag in wrestling destroying the Spanish announcer's table. And Roman Reigns has got his guy near the main announcer's table. He's like, no, I don't like these guys. And he goes and trashes the Spanish announcer's table. It was funny. Nice. Nice. Don't do that. No, we're getting a sponsor. She's not going to sponsor us. She's broke. Oh, I had to fund a Kickstarter to get her CD. Anyway, um, yeah, overall the pay-per-view was like, the last hour was hilarious. Just because they had that really good long match and topped off the whole show with a minute-long main event. Like it was UFC or something. Um, but they're keeping Goldberg around apparently for a while. He's nearly 50 years old and he's like still ripped as hell. Well, he's not ripped, he's uh, he's juiced. Uh- <clears throat> the thing is, it's like, he couldn't have had a long match because, for one, not actually had a wrestling match for about nine years or something. He would have just friggin' torn a muscle in seconds. Apparently he wrenched his shoulder on Raw doing a couple of little punches. So if they'd had a proper match, he probably would have, like, you know... Died. Yeah, probably would have died in a few minutes. He's probably going to have a heart attack in like the next yeah. 10 years anyway. He's going to be in the Royal Rumble, they've said. <laughs> next year, which, that's okay, because he can just come in at number 30 and throw a few people over the ropes and leave. It's the Queen's yeah. Rumble. I reckon what they're going to have is they're going to have Brock Lesnar win the title, he wins the Royal Rumble, rematch at WrestleMania. That's an actual match rather than a one-minute-long squash. Fight, sure. Maybe. The thing is, last time they had a match was WrestleMania 20. That was like 16 years ago or something. And it's regarded as one of the worst matches ever in WrestleMania history. Hmm? Yeah, they kind of they tried to sell it as they were evenly matched. So the whole match was them like locking up and nothing happening. <laughs> So they'd push one to the corner and then the other one pushed him to the other corner. And it went back and forth and Stone Cold was a referee and nothing happened for like 20 minutes until eventually they did their finishers and Stone Cold hit them both and it ended. Oh. And it was terrible. Did you do um, a Stone Cold stunner? Yeah, he stunned everyone. He stunned Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. And um, yeah, but that was a rubbish That's his match. move, isn't it? It's just like... So they were trying to follow that match because it's been this long and that was that was one of those matches they made a big deal out before and people hated it. How does he do the Stone Cold stunner? Is it just that? Kick him in the gut, turn, grab their neck so their chin is on your shoulder, oh. and you're holding their head in place, and then and drop to the down. ground. Yeah. So it's a shockwave. It would actually bust someone's jaw if you drop like that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably really. Hurt. And probably a lower back. And your collarbone. Yeah. Probably break collarbone. Yeah, but what he really does is he lets go, and then they bend down and fling backwards before their neck. So just smashes the throat, which is yeah. safe because your throat's all soft. Yeah. It's not like these beds. No, you don't want to take it to the jaw. That no. broke. No. You want to take it to the limit. Yeah. You want to push it to the limit. Yeah. Past the point of no return. Anyway, so, so Survivor Series. To the limit! Survivor Series was all right for the last hour. The rest of it was forgettable. Onwards. Onwards, Christian soldiers marching through the glail. Review your next thing. My next thing is going to be... Okay. My next review is going to be Deus Ex... Human Mankind Divided. Mankind, didn't you already read... No, no, I didn't. I spoke about it last time. I said that these were the things I was going to Oh, read. right, yeah. Yeah, Mankind Divided um, is the newest in the Deus Ex series, following Deus Ex 1, 2, um, and Human 
There's Deus Ex One, yeah. Invisible War. There was a spin-off game thing. Um, can't remember what it's called. Oh, I remember that for the PS2. Yeah, something like that. There was there was one that was cancelled as well. And there's um, Man- Human Revolution and Mankind Divided. Yeah, there you go. And the uh, mobile phone game, which it's not actually go. it's linked in to. Yeah. It's actually the add-on, isn't it? Well, there was they did one that was like a side story to Mankind Divided, yeah. but it was like not Mankind, Human Revolution. And it was it was added into yeah. the game in the director's cut. Was it? Yeah, oh, but it's terrible for him. Yeah, really, it's pretty bad. Um, anyway, so I played the newest one, which is Mankind, uh, which is Mankind Divided. Yeah, the one with no gold filter. With the one, yeah, that one. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. Looks really nice. I'm playing it on the PS4. Mm. Um, it's still all the, all my favorite mechanics: stealing, nice, knocking people out, yeah, upgrades. Can you move boxes? Move boxes. Sweet robot arms. The main thing in Deus Ex is moving boxes so you can get over things. Robot arms. Nice. Robot eyes. Nice. Hot ladies. Yeah. Cool beards. Cool beards. Prague. Yeah. Prague. Some Prague in there. Yeah. Uh, bookshop owners. Nice. Apartment renting. Cool. Video conferencing. Nice. Smoking. Tax of drinking. Tax. Don't face. have to do taxes. Don't no. have to do taxes. No, that's no. next gen. No. That's okay. next gen. That's when we go full 4K gaming. Oh, nice. Then you get tax returns. Nice. Oh, and you have to do the thumbstick to it's sign your name. DLC. Yeah, they might we'll do something like in Duke Nukem. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like it'll be like <laughs> it'll be like an add-on in which it's just like mankind, and that's it. And you actually have to go to your job and stuff. Yeah. Okay. You have to do data entry. That's a keyboard peripheral and a scroll mouse. Even on PC, you have to get a separate keyboard. Yeah, from, from a special <laughs> keyboard. Yeah. Yeah, keyboard peripheral. All the keys are wingdings. Yeah. You get a Dreamcast keyboard yeah. out. Yeah. You get all wingding keyboards, and you have to you have to process data. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, is it much like the last game? It's better than the last game, yeah. by quite a bit. Did um, you play the regular version of the last one, yeah, or the director's cut I version? I played the regular version. The, the director's one. cut version is, like, better, but there's this whole sequence where you um, you lose all your powers. You go to a... It was a DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. just, it takes the wind out of the game for a yeah, while. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard that. Um, yeah. That was not something I played. The thing is, because it's, like, set at a point during the story, that's where it messes it up. If it was its separate own thing, it'd be a cool little thing where you've had just power stripped from you. Mm. But it just it's just like out of nowhere just takes the wind out of sail. And the boss battles are better. Because mm. they were terrible in the original version. Oh yeah, you could one punch the end boss, couldn't you? There was all sorts of just yeah. mess in it. But anyway, so this um it feels like part of the world. Yeah. And it's really part nice looking. I don't know if you said <laughs> Up there so much. Babies, burn, flowers bloom. Everyone babies burn. Babies, babies born. <laughs> flowers bloom. Everyone dreams I could dream too. Up there, up where the sky is gone blue. Ocean blue. Ocean blue. <laughs> Look, right, the whiskeys and cokes maybe get to yeah. me at this point. I've got the soundtrack if you want to listen to. I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, this is great. It looks phenomenal. This is the thing that I don't understand, is they start you out in the most vanilla mission ever, just a training mission, and you mm. just, you go through it, you go through the motions. You're like, okay, I'm in a shooter, I've got to do this, got to do that. Stealthy shooter, got to do this, mm. got to do that. You know, and, and that's fine. But then as soon as you're done with that mission, and if anyone bought this game, just played that mission, and were like, it's not for me. If you look at the trophies, chances are a lot of people did. Yeah. But it's always it's- depressing when you see someone hasn't even got... <laughs> Like, it's only 60% of people finished the first mission or something. Only 4% of the people that have bought Modern Warfare have done it on hardcore. Really? 
the remastered version. Those games aren't tough. You run no, past half the bad guys. I played it on hardcore, and then it came up with like platinum special rarity trophy. Four hmm. percent of people have this. Blimey! I was like, God damn, what's happening? <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, mankind divided. As soon as you get past that mission, the first thing that happens is that you get told that you're you're on a train station. You're not in a train station. So you're on a train, getting off the train, talking to a person, and the person is it a loading train? No, no, you can look around, you can move, you know. More like the one from the start of Half-Life. No, no, because <laughs> the train pulls into the station pretty quickly, but the woman, Who basically, are? she starts talking to you. You're going for a crowd, everyone has their face, they're all having conversations. Nice. They've got detail. It's pretty incredible, and then it just it starts opening up more and more. You see all this, you travel through the crowd, you know, there's a terrorist attack, and you sort of get an idea of the story and where everything's going. Yeah. And then you wake up in your apartment, your, your implants are broken. And Whoops. they're broken because of the explosion that you're right next to. It's pretty fucking fair, to be honest, because an iPhone will break if you even breathe on it wrong. And um, God, man, imagine if your eyes cracked. That would be irritating. I'm in so much pain! Why are my like, nerves in these? What's the only way to operate the menus in your in your ocular implants was touch activation? <laughs> uh, what are you doing, playing Angry Birds? <laughs> cool, Mum! Oh dear, it sounds like you're crying. Ah! <laughs> but it's not really crying it's actually lubrication for them to move within my ocular cavity um, uh, it's, the tears taste so oh wait no they taste the petrol this is fine this is great um, it's it's really good hmm? it's really good nice it's fucking disappointing that no more people are playing this it's got microtransactions in it it doesn't matter you oh. don't need to do that yeah you apparently got told to shoehorn to them in there like two weeks before yeah. the game was finished you don't need to buy shit in a game if you bought a game yeah um I bought it because I was planning to have a PS Pro right now. Obviously, that didn't happen. You've just gone to the shops. Fuck the shops. The shops are for chumps. Go to Tesco, man. I don't want to go to Tesco because it's 350 quid. I got it. I almost. I I ordered it. The order went through and then they cancelled it because of lack of stock, but I had it for £250 for a PS Pro. Damn. I'm not paying more than 250 quid now because that's the price point that's been set for me. Up here. And in my oh, you got January sales, man. Exactly, so I'm going to be fine. Um, but whilst it's not on the PS Pro, I'm not playing it in 4K as I really, really wanted to. What I am doing is I'm playing it in 1080p, and it looks fucking incredible. Noise. It looks great, and I can't recommend it enough. I'm finding a lot of PS4 games now are running at 1080p native as well. Yeah. It's disappointing this isn't getting more attention, or this didn't get more attention at the time. We've got great reviews. Everyone's giving it 8 and above. Yeah, but no one's buying no games one this year. no one bought it. Like, even um, Call of Duty sold way less than... But it still sold loads. Battlefield's but done great. It's done pretty decent, yeah. Yeah. Overwatch like, did great. Yeah, Overwatch is like back in May, though. It's been this last... Battleborn was fucking abysmal, but that's a good game. Mm-hmm. Did you see they tried to... Um, did a fan event thing to try and get everyone yeah. to play again. And, and they then I really put it down to £4. Did they? Yeah. Blimey, I should have brought that. Well, there's still four <laughs> quid. Do you want yeah. to get us copies of Battleborn? We'll do a video of us no, playing Battleborn. We'll be the only ones on the servers. <laughs> We're all alone. But did you see Jim Sterling when he was saying he was in one of Jim Quisitions where he was like, um, he had a friend around and they wanted to play a game and he was yeah. like, well, I've played Battleborn for a bit, it's quite decent. Yeah. And he set it up and he just leaves it and it's like just, just going. And yeah. he's, it's like, he said apparently he left it there for like 20 minutes no waiting game. to get a game. Yeah. yeah. Because no one's playing it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But anyway, so, uh, Deus Ex, human, human, uh, mankind divided. Mankind divided. Hu- mankind the wrestler. Human mankind, yeah. yeah. Um, I give it, I give it, um, I give it a solid. Give it an actor who's famous for playing a cyborg in a film. How about a Jean Claude Van Damme? I was going to say Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, that's a good one. I've got a better name. It's clever. 
good a better name than that. No. Somewhere around here. Patrick Kilty. Patrick Kilty. <laughs> He's a robot. The Irish you, comedian. Yeah, you can chuck him wherever you want. He's not going to cause offence. He's not going to upset anyone. That skinny ginger. Yeah, Come just on. it'll do what you need him to do. Uh, Irish people, man. No, no, Patrick Kilty's an insult to this game. It's far better than Patrick Kilty. Yeah. <laughs> we'll trade him for 10 Patrick Kilty. So we're going with Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, Cyborg. not Jean-Claude Van Damme, no. Cyborg's a classic. It take forever to. No, come on. There's got to be a better. There has to be a better cyborg out there. Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, it's getting Angelina. Robert Jolie. Patrick. Angelina Jolie from <laughs> Cyborg Two. She wasn't Cyborg. She was in Cyborg Two. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, it was her first starring role. Oh, I could say Angelina Jolie from Hackers. Oh, that's a good no. film. It's, it's a terrible film. It's but no, I give it an Angelina Jolie from Cyborg Two. Oh, Hot Seventeen. What more can I say? And your review. Um, <laughs> right. So I've exhausted everything I've done the last two weeks. Um, no, you haven't. Unless I review the NXT event. Uh, no, don't do that. Because <laughs> I need to stay awake. Thanks. Just <laughs> I bring you gold. You, just <laughs> you bring me gold. Shit in my mouth. And I use my philosopher's um, stone to turn it to shit. I played a game called Odalus. Odalus? 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 Bloody hell. Hello. And you, Jolie. Um, but I played. Seventeen. I played a game called Odalus, which is kind of like one of those, you know, retro style metal, you know, NES looking, platformy Castlevania type games. Oh yeah, I love Castlevania. Um, it's very much like Castlevania. It's a bit sort of clunky in places, like some of the combat, like enemies don't swoop in the position that's handy to hit with your sword, so you got to sort of jimmy it into hitting them. Elias Courteous and Angelina Jolie in oh, Cyborg awesome. 2. Oh, nice. I love Elias Courteous. Yeah, Turns on all the most random paces. But, um, yeah, it's like it's a really good little adventure game. It's kind of like... It looks like NES sort of early MS-DOS era PC game okay. sort of thing. So it's got that really retro vibe, but the sprites are quite big and chunky and the colour palette's more like MS-DOS. Mm. You know that sort of purple, blue and grey that a lot of old MS-DOS games had? Um, but the, the structure of it is kind of like Dracula X, Wonder of Blood. Okay. So when you go through it, there's like a regular path you could follow, but then there's like alternate routes you can find, and even more levels where it spreads out. So you've got this route through the game, you sort of make your own route, and you can go back to the previous levels and unlock other routes and things like that, which I figure you probably have to do to try and finish it. Um, it's probably challenging, though. It's quite an enjoyable, like, tough game. It was on the Humble Bundle a couple of weeks ago, and I got around to playing it the other day. Love Humble um, Bundle right now. I need to run through the Humble Bundle, the games I got, because I haven't played Westerado yet. Um I've got loads of stuff. I've, I I really do need to catch up on mine as well. Yeah. Cause... But, um, yeah, as, as as far as Castlevania love-ups go, it's more like old-school Castlevania, like pre-Symphony of the Night. Um, genuinely challenging game, just mm. a little bit clunky. Like, the jumping feels a bit awkward. And Does it the feel floaty? Is, it's not floaty. It's just, it's like, it's kind of like the momentum of the jump doesn't seem quite right. Ugh. So when you jump, it's kind of a high arc, but a short drop, as it that. were. But... You get used to it after a while, and then there's a lot of platformy sections. That's the thing. There's loads of bits where you have to jump up really high areas, and you drop, and there's no full damage. You have to work your way all the way back around again, and enemies respawn in the process. Um, but yeah, really solid, enjoyable, challenging game with some really nice, grim-looking graphics and these cool cutscenes that look like those PC Engine animated cutscenes. Oh no way! So it's got that sort so of like, got like the... <laughs> so it's like the sprite-based anime-looking thing. That's cool. Um, but yeah, mic, really yeah. decent game. It's dead cheap as well. How so much is dead cheap? It's like a couple of quid on Steam. That's so interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Odorless. Worth a try. Hmm. Decent game. I will consider it. Yeah. 
review something because I've done fuck all. So you know you're you're building up the meat of this episode. Oh, Jesus Christ! All right, is uh, it your last review? Uh, it is, it is, and I've got to try and think of something that's actually worth reviewing because I've got a couple of bits up my sleeve, but I'm just, I am just thinking. <laughs> my friend's been taxidermy in mouse mice's. Oh God, not Amy um, again! And one of her cats. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's not do this. All right, so my final review is going to be... Oh, I'm trying to think of something that's recent that I've played that I can review that's going to get us ratings rather than something that's going to be boring and, <laughs> and shit. Just review something that's boring. I've reviewed... Well, what do you want? I've re- I've watched a really good indie comedy and I've played a really interesting puzzler. Well, there you go. Which One you of them. Prefer? Up to you. All right. Um, <laughs> let's go for broke. Let's try and... let's Let's do the indie puzzler. So, um, I recently played a game um, by Adult Swim called, um, oh shit, Jesus Christ, I can't <laughs> um, Sorry, 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 guys, sorry. I Is have that played, radios? Um, yeah, big radios. Big radio, small televisions. Uh, That's what it's called, isn't it? I think so, I'm just going to... Sort of a puzzly... No, small radios, big televisions. Yeah. Okay, so I played a game called Small Radios, Big Televisions, which is a puzzle-based game in which... Uh, you, you essentially, you have a building that you can explore, and in, in that building are tapes. And the tapes are linked to memories, and within those memories there are data banks that you can then take and then use to open doors or traverse the areas. Or It's all done in a pseudo-3D in, investigatory oh, yeah, kind way. Of like, a little bit like sort of Fez when you're moving the film. A little bit, but you don't have a yeah. sprite on screen. Yeah, yeah. Instead, you've got a view of the area that you're going through, and then you pick areas to go to within that area. Nice. Yeah. It's actually really good, but there's always like a caveat to these sort of things. There's a big but. There's a big but. <laughs> there's always a problem with these that sort of... That means you lie. Exactly. Um, there's always a problem with games like this, and that is that um, with with them being a puzzle game, there's always a finite amount of time you can spend with it. There's not much replay- replayability, because once you've solved the puzzles, that's it. And in terms of narrative, there's not always the biggest opportunity to tell a narrative story. Yeah. Um, this falls into all of those pitfalls. Oh, no. But as a puzzle game, as a sweet puzzle game, and it's got interesting music, and there's mechanics that aren't used at other places, it's really nice. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But it's like 15 quid for a game that I don't think should be any more than a fiver. And that's not, not that's not saying that, no, but that's not saying, that's not saying the developer's wrong. It's not saying the publisher's wrong for charging £15 because it is almost a work of art and it's in its conception and it's, and it's, it's, uh, in its conception, it's actual, you know, the thing itself, the product itself, fantastic. Hmm. The problem isn't either of those things. I think the problem is that not having a sprite, not having multiple, Directions you can go in, not having ways that you can solve these puzzles outside of the normal ways you're given, means that you you're restricting your player. That means that you're not going to get the same longevity. Longevity. Maybe you haven't out got of this. to the point in the game where it lets you do what you want. I've almost completed it. Yeah, it might be the last level. Where it just suddenly opens up. Yeah. It's like, don't worry, this is actually a shooter. Yeah. It's a corridor-based shooter. Yeah. No, because I really like it. And the tapes. There's this really nice mechanic in which if you collect the tapes. You can watch them. There's the normal scene that plays through. Sometimes it'll be just driving down a road or it'll be looking at fireworks going off in the sky or seeing something interesting. You find a magnet in the third or or fourth section. And so what you do is you take your tapes and you run them over the magnet 
and then you when you play them again it distorts it and reveals new stuff like changes the music makes it darker it makes it like have this flickering effect huh. and it's really interesting but you might have ruined the tape what if they had something like well it does ruin the tape Tango and Cash on it or something man <laughs> <laughs> here he comes tangoing his way in with all of his guns and then he leaves tangoing back out again with all our money oh. do you know the story of Tango and Cash um, there's a drug bust and then no 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 no. I mean do you know the story of the development of Tango and Cash no okay so Sylvester Stallone was meant to be was meant to be the other character yeah but he he was like no Raymond I'm, Tango and Gabriel Cash yeah I'm a member of Menza I don't need to be this I'm a smart guy I'm gonna be a bro I'm gonna be the stockbroker and then and then Kurt Russell wasn't originally hired it was meant to be someone else yeah and then Kurt Russell came into it and they were like what well, we gotta get Kurt Russell this, this bad like this big hulking dude next to Sylvester Sloan they've got to like try and play off each other yeah. obviously he's like a foot shorter <laughs> and um, and most of the jokes just don't work because it was the film's a classic it is great I love it I've got it's on really Blu-ray great. yeah I really like it it's got um, it's got Tom Sadar in it yeah yeah he's Robert Sadar Robert mean. Sadar sorry yeah, yeah. he of yeah. the mighty chin yeah hey, you Robert Bazaar I broke that chin before. Like, what that chin? Yeah, I broke the chin. I just punched him in the face. Poor guy. He had a sort of disability, and they mock him for it. I know. I know. That's rude. He's dead now. Well, what about the guy who plays? He was the... a maniac cop. Yeah, he was. But what about the guy who plays the murderer in House Free, who was also in uh, Blade Runner? The one who plays the English guy. Howard. Like, what? Come on, then, boys. Oh. He's another in Tango Cash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. What are you doing with my Jacobs? Oh. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't really bad English. Jacobs, what, it's crackers? Yeah, it's cream crackers. Oh. It's two knackers. I'm too um, cream crackered right now. Because you remember there's that scene where they pull the pin on the grenade and they drop it down his trousers. It's like, right. oh, oh, what are you doing? Like that. Oh. For about half an hour, he's just twitching his leg as if he needs to piss. Oh. Uh, terrible movie. No, it's a great movie. I love it. It's classic. It's a work of art. I like the fact that towards the end it becomes a spy film. It's just like, just like Kurt Russell's just like, hey, don't worry, I'm going to go see my friend. Sort of that. It's like, eh, I've got these crazy vehicle for you. <laughs> don't scratch it. It's like, don't give a million dollars worth of American military <laughs> arsenal. Just let them go and have their vendetta. Give them some grenades. That's all they need. I like the bit where um, Sylvester Sloan says, Rambo was a pussy. <laughs> That's referencing a film he's in. It, it did. Do you remember when they released the film? And I take this quite personally because obviously... Um, do you remember the, the Santa where, Claus no but they had to uh, no god no um, leave my last name alone do you remember the, the film where they what was the film where him and Arnold Schwarzenegger had to escape oh the, Escape Plan Escape Plan yeah okay it had a different name originally it, was, it did yeah, yeah. Was. 50 Cent in the film <laughs> <laughs> yeah you forget that he's in that day. oh yeah yeah <laughs> um, so anyway so there's a bit where Sylvester's own punches Arnold Schwarzenegger in the face and Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger who's now Quite a famous vegetarian. <laughs> goes, turns around and goes, You punch like a vegetarian. <laughs> it's like, Ah, you what happened now, don't you? <laughs> you silly man. Oh, they yeah. made Barney make fun of himself. Yeah, he's, he is. No, he's, he's, well, he's mostly a vegetarian now. He only eats meat like once a week. He loves eating meat, apparently. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, did you know James Cameron? James Cameron? David Cameron? David Cameron's the politician, James Cameron's the director. Yeah. James Cameron's David a vegan. David Cameron fucked a pig. Yeah. Yeah, James Cameron wouldn't do that. No, James no. Cameron is a vegan. Unless you can get it in high HDR. He looks quite, quite young now. 
Is he? Yeah, he's like 60. So he started wearing shorts all the time. No, it? he's got like a beard now, though, and like slightly scraggly. Is he like carrying a skateboard going around? Hey, no, young no. people, what's going on no, around he here? He hasn't had a transfusion of blood from a young person. It's not like Steve Buscemi. Like... Hey, look, you know I love my vegans and my vegetarians. They're my homeboys. Hmm. Your homies. Look, I just love animals. I don't want to eat animals. Some of them taste really good. People keep telling me that, but they don't buy good meat. So no, Mm. they don't taste good. What you've tasted is the offal that someone's injected chemicals and salt into. I don't like duck. Duck's really nice. Duck's duck's horrible. Duck's lovely. A bit of hoisin sauce. But that's not real duck. Mm. That's like cheap shitty meat that someone's chucked a bunch of salt and sugar on. No, you go to that restaurant in Napil, man. The Chinese is lovely. It's good. But it's going to be... It's not... Doesn't matter. Just tastes nice. I've eaten Kobe beef. I went to Harrods and I bought a £125 sandwich. And I had a £50 cup of coffee there once as well. You fucking idiot. Oh no, see? You see? I'm the idiot. I paid as much as I could for the highest quality goods I could get at the time. And I liked it Mm. at the time. Yeah. But then afterwards I was like... But I'm never gonna I'm never gonna spend this much on meat again. So I'm never gonna have I'm never gonna have the highest quality meat I could buy again. I'm never gonna need to do this again. You would have had the money for your PlayStation Pro almost with that. Like if you hadn't bought that. I spent a lot of money on drugs around that time, man, oh, so dude. no I wouldn't. I would have just been more drug fun. Well I mean you in Harrods. <laughs> Doing coke off of fur coats. Doing coke off um, of LED TVs. Who's the guy who owns Harrods? <laughs> Who owns Harrods? Oh, uh, um, Mohammed Al Fayed. No, that's God. his name. That's the guy who owns no, Harrods. No, but no, no, it's not him. It's Doing a line um, of coke off his cock. God, who's the guy? Very <laughs> who... short line. No, who's the guy from The Goods? Live hard, sell hard. And he's in Gross Point. Oh, what, Jeremy Piven. Yeah, it's Jeremy Piven. Yeah, Jeremy Piven owns Harrods. <laughs> J- DJ Request. DJ Request. Who's the only good thing in that film? <laughs> Stand tall. Stand hard <laughs> against their impressive words. <laughs> Give us hey, only a little more upbeat. Yeah, hey, sure. Yeah, sure. Ain't nobody tell DJ Request what to play. <laughs> it's the only good thing in that film. Oh, that's like, a literally. great thing about that film. Though. Yeah. yeah, Craig Robinson's the best thing in a lot of movies. Have you seen yeah, Time Machine too? Yeah, he's the best thing in uh, was it friggin' Rapture Palooza? I actually didn't mind Rapture Palooza. It's all right. There are a couple of nice things in Thomas Len- Thomas Lennon. Yeah, he's really good with that film is it's constantly. Um, constantly beats jokes to death that oh, film yeah. like it just re- goes over them again and again I like the ending though yeah where it's, it's just like it's just like oh we've actually just lobbed a grenade to the devil it's a more fun rapture than everybody's gone to the rapture yeah yeah but it's not as fun a rapture as this is the end no that's a really good movie actually mm. have you seen this is the end no it's a great Channing Tatum joke I went to see the world's end so, oh that was the same time yeah came out at the same time it's a better did, film it did it, well, they're both quite good yeah you, you wouldn't, a great film you wouldn't expect it but they're both pretty much the same level they have yeah. the same messages what am I going to review last I don't know I haven't I'm given exhausted. a score to um, to small radios big television Tango and Cash <laughs> I give it Sylvester Stallone yeah he's won an Oscar don't you know oh but he doesn't make very good movies a lot of the time see Spy Kids 3D he wrote Creed that's good did he write it yeah he did no, the yeah, director he wrote, wrote it. it. He wrote it. Sylvester Stone's a like Oscar-winning screenwriter. I know he wrote Rocky One. He wrote a lot of films. A lot of films he's not in. He's a very good screenwriter. Right. So, am I going to review? What am I going to review last? Fucking hell! You've just, just fucking. You had to get through the reviews, didn't you? Um, I'm going to review Supergirl. 
where we're up to so far. The second series of Supergirl, which is now in America, is on the CW and has a different production crew. So now it looks a little bit more like The Flash, which is good because The Flash has a good look anyway. But um, one thing with this season of Supergirl, this new season, is that you can tell that they're changing sets, that they've had to film a few bits in the old locations and write out certain characters. Um, they seem to have moved the entire Catco office set to the new location, but then it's like, we've got a new DAO office, and it's in the city. So it's like holding a Samsung TV. Of course, oh, that's, that's dumb. But um, yeah, they've they've like taken a whole bunch of things where they've like got new city areas, yeah. And suddenly, because you know how like the Flash and Arrow, they keep using the same locations. Yes. One of the good things with Legends of Tomorrow is that they rarely go to these locations that they do in Flash and Arrow. Yeah. Um, so the downside is, is now Supergirls in these places as well. Yeah. So when you well, then yeah, whatever. But there's stop showing memes. So. Supergirl's now adding to this whole list of things where we're seeing the same locations week after week. Like, I'm pretty sure the DO office was um, figuring Damien Dark's base from the last season of Arrow. Mm. You know, his not the Hive one, the one where it's all, like, dark in the room before they decided he'd have Hive. Um, but it's still a really fun show. It's still really upbeat and nice. And they've got some new characters they've added in there that they've sort of brought in. Mm. There's Miss, Miss Martians in it now. So they've now got two Martians? Yeah. But um, they've only had her in, like, two episodes so far, and they've already given away that she's a white Martian, but Jean Jones doesn't know yet. So what's the difference between white and green Martians? The white Martians are the ones who wiped out all the green Martians, the ones who killed Jon Jones's race. Does that mean she's not a hero? Well, she was a good one. She was one who was, like, really hated the, what they were doing. Wait, she had a, She had a crisis it? of conscience, and she escaped. She tried. If I remember rightly from her backstory, she tried to help a Green Martian escape. That Green Martian died. She took on her, her identity and then fled to Earth. So what? What you're saying? That not an entire race is evil. So and John Jones has to learn that lesson, which is a recurring theme in the series. So it's like slavery. But they they had the Green Martians enslaved and they were wiping them out. Yeah. So just it's, for a laugh. Basically, the Martian Manhunter story is America. But they're trying to separate it from what they yeah. really did. Well, that's what all DC it... stories are. That's true. All the DC characters are based in some sort of... I know, but it's just... It seemed... I was going to say mythology, but that wasn't a mythology. Um... It seems... No, it wasn't. <laughs> that was fact. They yeah. really did but that shit. They've done this in this series. They're tackling racism in a quite unique way in this series because they're going to have... This... That's going to cause some problems. The whole um, White Martian thing. The John Jones. That'll be interesting. Shop show memes. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just but it's, also at the same time, Supergirl, they found another Kryptonian. Turns out he's not a Kryptonian. He's from Daxum. What's do Daxum? You, do you, you do not know Daxum. You yeah. don't know your DC law. Okay, Daxum is the sister planet to Krypton. The thing is with Daxum is that they're all kind of a little bit degenerates there. All right. They like their party and they like their sex and drugs and so they're it's like, so it's like doing Sodom. crazy stuff. And they used to have wars all the time between Krypton and Daxon. But you know how Krypton's a bit up itself? Yeah. Like they're all, you know, elitist society. Apart from their big giant dicks, they fly into space and stuff. Mm. Um, but they basically tell everyone that people on Daxon are scum. Like, you can't trust them. Like, you know, none of them are good. I've they're heard all, this is true. They're all terrorists. I've heard this And is if true. you're from Daxum and you commit a t- crime, you're a terrorist. I've heard all this is true. Yeah. Is this not true? So she's met one. They say don't drive through, don't drive through South Central because it's full of Daxums. Yeah, bloody Daxums. There's all these websites telling you the truth about them. Yep. Like Dax, like um, Krypton I, First. People keep saying, people keep saying that, mm. you know, all right is wrong. Yeah. But all right is the White Martians. Mm. 
but they um it's kind of nice that they're tackling this sort of stuff in this Supergirl in a in a way it's not getting too heavy or anything. Yeah, in a way that doesn't even, it doesn't establish blame on the people that are making yeah. the story. But even Supergirl's like, I can't Ooh. trust you. So she's a little bit, and then she learns a lesson. You know, Supergirl's like, and they oh hang God, out. I can I can hear that. And she tries to get him to live her sort of life. So I she gets hear him a job. The irony in everything they're saying. Yeah. She gets him a job at the um, at Catco, and Aww. he takes. She makes him dress like Clark pretty much. Much. Um, and that doesn't work out. He ends up banging uh, Miss Tessmacher. Do you remember her? No. She was, you know, in the Superman films with Christopher Reeve? Yeah. She was Lex Luthor's, like, uh, girlfriend in those. Oh. Yeah. And the one with Brandon Ralph. She's in that as well. Good good on her. Um, She's going up in the world. She's getting the guy, the guy playing Superman for the first three episodes. Like, really freaking good at Superman. Cyber Superman? No, they they have got Robot Superman coming up. Apparently. I said Cyber Superman. Yeah, whatever. Because cyborg the VR Superman. Rangers. But there is a Cyborg, cyborg Superman coming there's up. Gonna be, there's going to be a thing where the VR um, Rangers get in the, the VR Super Troopers. <laughs> you mean Troopers 3 Yo Virtual Reality. Um, but yeah, the guy who plays Superman, he's only in a couple of episodes, but he's fucking... He nails it. He's on. Like, he's from Tyler um, Team Wolf. Yeah. Um, those pictures they showed him originally, he looked a bit sort of iffy. Yeah. Like it didn't look right. But in the show, it's like... He's not like channeling Christopher Reeve or anything. He's playing his own version of it, but he just like he's got that look where it like he inspires mm. greatness. Like everyone around him is just like ah, it's Superman. Hi, how you doing? It's because he's a handsome buff yeah. man. They need to friggin' hurry up and make friggin' what's his face win gay, like blatantly is. Like they keep denying it. He's blatantly got the hots for Superman. Who's that? Win, you know the one who's Toy Master's son and is um, Supergirl's buddy. No, I I told you I watched two episodes of this and oh. I couldn't hack anymore. Oh, it's great series. It's really not. You've only watched two episodes. You haven't given it a chance. That's not true. No, watch the whole series. Legends of Tomorrow gave up after two episodes and came back to it because I was intrigued. But mm. now, I'm glad I did because I like Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, well, watch Supergirl. No, it looks shit. It's good. It's not. They, um, they're doing Parasite next week. Oh, are they? I'll yeah. tune in for next week's yeah. episode. Yeah, Parasite's good. But um, no, the Superman guy, he's great. He should be backing it more. I don't know if he will, though. I've got a feeling they're going to... Because, you know, you've been watching Flash, haven't you? Yeah. And Barry's kind of got this little problem where he's kind of fucked up reality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to lead to a crisis on Infinite Earths thing. If not this series, next series. No, because... And that'll be how they merge Supergirl's world into I think they've already, the others. they've already established there's... Well, you're on in the same episode as me. Well, they've got the multiverse and all this sort of shit going on. But I don't want to ruin what's happening. You can't have in... multiverse and not have a crisis event. Well, no, I, d- I don't want to ruin what's happening mm. in the Flash for you. So. Yeah. But I reckon that's where they'll lead to eventually. Because it would be too inconvenient to have him constantly travelling to another dimension just to get Supergirl every time aliens invade. Well, I think <laughs> that he's probably just going to end up being there. He'll be stuck. He'll be like, oh, you can't go back now. So why? Nah. I don't mm. know. This is, this is DC. Why do we care? <laughs> But yeah, um, Supergirl's been decent this series. It's carrying on the momentum it had from the end of last series. Because the last series, like the first half's a bit rocky. But the oh, second yeah, half's no. when they yeah, sort of... it was of... shit, wasn't it? Yeah, no. It was alright, but it just wasn't great. And then the second half of the series, it was like... I think a few of the people who worked on Flash and Arrow got moved onto it or something. Or they were putting a bit I more effort in. I think they've just got teams working on all yeah. of them now. I don't think it's, I don't think it's specific to one um, or the other. Yeah, Kevin Smith's directed an episode of Supergirl as well. Two episodes of uh, The Flash as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's been decent. I like it so far. Out of those four so far, it's the one that's been the most enjoyable, I'd say. I'd have sex with Mads Mikkelsen if he asked. Well, of course. Like, Would you? He's so sexy. He's 50, you know. So? Yeah. yeah. 
He did a really good film a few years ago. He probably ago. wouldn't ask. He did a really good film about... Um, he played someone... Casino Royale. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he did a western, which was heading out onto the frontier with his wife. Mm. And he was going to sort of build a house. They were going to have a life. They had a little boy. And um, these people come. They beat the living fuck out of him um, to a point where he almost dies. And then rape his wife in front of him and kill his son. Yeah. And then he goes on a mad revenge spree. And it's fucking him. incredible. I just like Revenge Spree, I think. Oh. Do you want to watch Punisher? <gasps> Which one? I've got the Thomas Jane one over Yes. There. Yes, a million so times, yes. Go watch it. Go no, on. wait. Can we play Battlefield after this? It's only 11. Yeah, no, it's 11. I've got work tomorrow. What time? In the morning. What time's in the morning? Like 10 o'clock. Oh, you've got plenty of time. I want to relax. Right, you want to relax? Do. Yeah, Battlefield. You go play relaxing. Battlefield. On your PlayStation. I want to play Battlefield with you, though, buddy. I want to play Battlefield. Okay. Right, anyway... You know? Maybe. Maybe. What is this? What is life? I don't know, man. End the show. Baby, don't hurt me. End, end the show. Say, don't hurt me. Say goodbye to everyone. No more. Say goodbye to everyone. <laughs> to all the listeners. <laughs> Stop giving me content uh, uh, IDs. Uh, 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 it's too uh, accurate, uh, man. It's just too much like the real thing. <laughs> I'll get content IDs for that. <laughs> I get banned from SoundCloud. Fine. Fine, let's just say goodbye. Let's just do this. Okay, goodbye, everyone. Thank yeah. you so much for listening or yeah. watching or doing yeah. whatever you need to do. Someone was watching for a while. They didn't say anything, though. I know. Yeah. Because they saw my face and they were like, oh, fuck this place. Yeah. Anyway. Fuck this noise. I don't, I don't want to sit around watching a cartoon character with his floppy hair go and yeah. chat shit for hours. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye, everyone. I come hope you back. have a great two weeks. Yeah. When you come back, we'll be well into our Christmas season. Yeah, and I will have watched something. Christmas movies. I'll try watching something. Christmas movies. Yeah. Christmas see if games. Morrison's have Ernie Save Christmas this year. Netflix will. They, no, um, Morrison's have the exclusive rights to Ernie Save Christmas in the UK. I'll buy it. Yeah, Fuck it's the only place you can get oh, it wait, from. Maybe I can get it off Amazon. Maybe No, Amazon didn't have it. No, no, it's yeah. out. But anyway. All right. Catch you have, later. have a great time, everyone. We love you. As always, find me at Critapocalypse and at LV54 Space Monkey if you need any help or advice or, you know, just someone to talk to. Come see us. We really love you guys. Sorry, I had a weird burp. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>